The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yo! We were on a roll last week. I'm pumped. Why don't you guys stay on that roll? Download the draft app on your phone. Take some of the info that Fez and I give you and put it to good use with some fantasy dudes. Draft is my favorite fantasy site. It's awesome. There's a reason why over a million people have downloaded it. You got an 80% better chance of winning than on the salary cap sites. You get to play in a real live NBA or NFL draft right now if you want. You're done under five minutes. You get paid out the next day. Drafts are filling up every second, so you can join one whenever you want. Just make sure you use my promo code EVENMONEY so you get to play for free with your first deposit. Again, EVENMONEY at draft.com or better yet, the Draft app on your phone. They're even giving you guys a money-back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft in your app store or go to draft.com. Come play free right now with promo code EVENMONEY. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. We are recording this a day earlier. It is week 14 in the NFL here on the Even Money Podcast. He's the star of the show. We know that. Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling. That is the Super Contest. I'm just a former NFL offensive lineman trying to give you some insight, help you out as well, and maybe along the way beating Steve, but it's more important that we all do well together. We're in this together. We're presented by betonline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money Podcast with the best odds and fast payouts. Steve, finally... Finally, 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 we each had a nice week. You finished the week up five units. I finished the week up six units, which was much, much needed. We were uh, we got four out of our six best bets right, and one of the ones we lost, the Raiders, was by half a point, and it was by them kind of letting their foot off the gas a little bit at the end of that game against the Giants. Uh, that's the danger, I feel like, of laying points. Um, 
But it was nice, Steve, to kind of get back at it a little bit. And I'm now up 23 units for the year. You're up 17. Nice to have a pretty nice week. Absolutely. And you might, you might have the Birdman check the Oakland, because I know when we taped it, I thought there were some sevens available. Some, some, some of the uh, listeners might have gotten a push. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I think, well, I, I remember it being, well, that's interesting. Yeah, because I, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, maybe we go back and listen. I thought we said seven and a half, but at any rate, he's got it seven and a half. We'll have it seven and a half. We love the Birdman, and we appreciate what he does every week by grading us out. His name is Todd Bergman. You can follow him or chat with him if you ever have a question about the grades at L Birdman on Twitter. Going through it, Steve, so we can learn some lessons. We learned a big one in that Cowboys-Redskins game. Whew. We both put a unit on the Redskins, uh, getting a point and a half. They got smashed. Just turnovers, mistakes, drops. They they really had. I mean, they they were they were. They had control of that game in the first half, and it just totally fell apart on them. I put a unit on the Vikings, getting three against the Falcons. They won outright. You passed that one. We both went over on the Ravens-Lions, and man, did that come through. We only put one unit on it. That would have been a nice three-star. 44-20, to 20, the total was 40. We passed New England and Buffalo. We both put two units on the Niners getting three and a half points. That came through as the Niners won the game outright like we thought they might. 15-14, that was a best bet. We also had a best bet on the Packers, which admittedly was looking dicey. Although, wait a minute. Were the Bucks favored in that game? Bucks were favored early in the week. Money poured in on Green Bay. Then the Bucks had cluster injuries on the O-line. Green Bay closed minus three after catching two early in the week. Yeah, we had it. At, I think we had it at Tampa Bay minus two and a half. It makes no difference. The Packers won 26-20 in overtime. They were not the better team, really, in that game. I mean, there was a defensive touchdown, a blocked punt. I mean, they were fortunate, but, hey, we've been unfortunate a lot, so we'll take it. Colts-Jags, I put a unit on the under. That came through for me. Uh, You passed that one. You leaned Jacksonville, which would have been a good way to lean. Denver-Miami, I passed it. You put a unit on the Broncos who got slaughtered. They have packed it in for this year. Our next best bet, we both put two units on the Jets getting three and a half, and they won outright. I feel like, Steve, that is when you and I are at our best. When we put money on teams, underdogs getting points that we think have a great chance to win. Especially when they're playing a team that just isn't very good, right, Ross? It's easy to say after the fact, but what were the Bears doing laying points? Uh, what, were, what was Kansas City, the way they're playing, laying three and a half on the road? Just that, that didn't make a lot of sense, did it? No. Um, although they got off to such a fast start, I was thinking, oh, boy, here we go. But those resilient Jets, those tricky Jets, uh, Houston, Tennessee, I put two units on the under. You passed the game. It came through 42.5. Final score 24-13. Made that one by quite a bit. Uh, then we got to the late games. We killed it in the 1 o'clock games. I mean killed it. Late games, not as much. I actually leaned Carolina 
getting four points from the Saints. You put two units on the Saints, um, and they ended up winning the game. Uh, then you get Arizona. I put a unit on the Cardinals after they beat the Jags, getting seven and a half. They got smoked. That one hurt. Lost a unit there. And then we mentioned that Oakland-New York game. Two units we had on that. We were concerned about the Raiders' injuries and them letting up a little bit at the end, so they only won by one score. That's exactly what happened. Uh, we lost. We each lost two units there. And then I put two units on the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I really thought they were going to win that game by double digits. That is not what happened. Wow. The Eagles ended up losing 24-10. to 10. Just not their night for whatever reason, for a bunch of different reasons, frankly. Um, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. We both leaned Cincinnati, which would have been a good bet, Steve. We both leaned Cincinnati. It would have been a good bet, but we didn't do it. And so it doesn't count. It doesn't matter. Um, And then finally, uh, that's it. Wait a minute. I'm going to add up mine again. So... Oh, does he have me in the red for that? Let me see. Okay. So up one, up two, up four, up six, up seven, up nine, up 11, up 12, down to 10, down to eight. I think I think I might have been up eight. I got I to gotta redo the math here. I think I might have been up eight for the year. Or, or no, up seven. Up seven. I'll check that. I'll check the math. Anyway, at any rate, we were up quite a bit which is very cool very exciting and uh speaking of being up you guys can be up with bet online why not right steve and i are about to give you our bets hopefully we'll continue to stay on this trend making money just go to betonline.ag it's the ideal destination for all of your football action each and every week bet online football odds as you guys know released before every other sports book Gives the opportunity to get the best value. They got awesome state-of-the-art live betting software. So you have more chances to bet and win at betonline.ag than you would anywhere else. Be sure to take advantage of your risk-free $25 on your first live bet. Here's the deal. You don't want to miss out on free money. If you go to betonline.ag and use promo code EVENMONEY, you get a $2,500 bonus, up to a $2,500 bonus with their 50% welcome bonus. Let's do it, Bright. All right, Ross, real quick. Before we get started, I did look back. Last week, Oakland was minus seven, not seven and a half from when we recorded. So, Bright, did we say on the show we said minus seven? On the show, we said minus seven. Wow. That's great. That's even better. We'll have to redo the uh, grade. It's even better. That would mean I think I was up. Wow. That's great. We'll redo the math, but it doesn't matter. You guys know we were up, and you know what happened in that game, but we'll, do, we'll redo the math in time for next game. Awesome. All right, here we go with Thursday night, New Orleans minus one at Atlanta. Ross, the total is 53 and a half. <sighs> this one's tough for me. Um, I can see it going both ways. I think that New Orleans is the better team. I also think that the Falcons are desperate. I'm going to end up passing this game. I'd probably lean New Orleans, but I'm going to pass the game. 
I'm going to pass for now. I'm going to lean to Atlanta, but I think I'm going to get more than one at post. You know, it just kind of has the feeling that New Orleans starting to read the press clippings, see prime time uh, late Sunday, going ahead and talking to Ingram, talking to Kamara. They seem awfully comfortable with everything they're doing. They're great in the Dome. Atlanta 7-5, and five, their season's over. If they don't win this game, uh, Atlanta plus the points would be the lean. But I think I'm going to get more, so I'm going to wait. Just call it a strong lean. All right, Steve. On Sunday, the first one there, Detroit minus one at Tampa. And I'm not seeing a total there. And I'm not even seeing a minus one here. Um, the question is, of course, the health of Matthew Stafford and his wrist. And without knowing that, how many times, Ross, do we discuss this? We hate to be guessing what's absolutely going to happen. I'm going to pass the game. Well, we, we've, we've gotten hurt by that quite a bit. So I'm going to pass it as well. I just – I think Stafford will play, and I think I'd be willing – but even then, I'm, I'm not sure I wouldn't take the Bucks at home, even with a beat-up Staffords. But I'm with you. Uh, the lack of clarity um, is a little bit concerning – um, I'm going to pass the game as well. Ross, Chicago is getting six and a half points at the Cincinnati Bengals. Total, low total there, 37 and a half. Really interesting spot here because the Bengals coming off a Monday night game, they it was a very, very physical Monday night game. And it also pretty much was the dagger for their season, so to speak. I mean, they're kind of, they're out of it now. Uh, it's hard to imagine that they'd win out and 9-7 and seven would be good enough to get them in if they went out. I don't think that they would win out anyway. I, I think that the Bengals probably still get it done um, against a Bears team that just has not been very good. But the spot here has me tempted to put a unit on Chicago. I just can't, I can't do it. I've seen enough from Chicago that I, I just can't do it. Yeah, Chicago got absolutely annihilated by San Francisco. Don't be deceived by the fact they almost won the game. I was all ready to bet the Bengals, but you nailed it. I think that was the toughest, most physical game I've seen all year long. Short week for Cincinnati. I would just lean to the Bengals. Steve, the Indianapolis Colts at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo minus four, and again, no total. Yeah, so I guess we're still waiting um, on confirmation that Taylor is going to play. Um, I got to tell you, at four, um, Buffalo would be absolutely a bargain, but any chance that Peterman comes in, absolutely not. I've got to get a confirmation on Taylor first. I'll pass lean bills. Yeah, I'm with you all the way. I think Taylor will probably play, but again, we just can't be in the business of guessing on starting quarterbacks because... We've guessed on some other players and found out later it was wrong, but we go by what we say here on the show because that's when you guys might bet it, and that's you know what you guys hear us say. So I would lean Buffalo as well. Ross, Seattle at Jacksonville, and the Jags minus three. Uh, total there, 39 and a half. Have either one of us made a darn bet yet? I'm going to add the Army-Navy game to go under on a bonus college football play. Good. Well, we'll get, we can get to that. But as of right now, I don't think either one of us has made a, pl- a, a bet yet. Uh, I'm going to actually take Seattle getting the three points. I know it's probably not a great spot for them playing Sunday night, big game against the Eagles now coming all the way across the country. 
But I think the Seahawks realize, you know, they need to keep winning to make the playoffs. I think that Russell Wilson is unbelievable. And quietly, the defense for Seattle, even without Sherman and Chancellor, doing pretty good. And they're also, the offensive line is starting to play a little bit better. I'm going to take the Seahawks uh, getting three points, just one unit. And that O-line better be playing better because Jacksonville leads the NFL in sacks. That's why there's Saxonville, and that's a mismatch against a Seattle line that can't block most teams. Russell Wilson's awesome. He better be awesome. I'm going to lean Jacksonville here. Steve, the Oakland Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City minus four, total 47.5. Very interesting game. You know, I want to take Oakland. In fact, I'm going to take Oakland for one unit. Uh, The Chiefs are in absolute free fall. If you get punked like you did against the Jets offense, with Oakland getting their wide receivers back more than likely, I've got to feel that um, this game's going to come down to a field goal. Uh, For the division lead here, uh, both teams at 6-6, and Uh, I am concerned that this is the game that Kansas City led Oakland the entire game for 59 minutes and 59 seconds, and Oakland won 31-30 in the first meeting in Oakland, but two teams going in opposite directions. Oakland one unit. I'm with you. Uh, you know, I'm going to continue that Chiefs trend until it ends, and getting four points more than a field goal, Raiders are right back in the mix here. I think that they'll, we know they'll get Crabtree back. Maybe they'll get Cooper back. I'm putting two units on the Raiders, getting the four points, and we got a best bet. The best bet. Next up, Ross, Minnesota, minus two and a half at the Carolina Panthers. Total is 41. I'm going to go Carolina here. I I, I like a home team that I think has a great chance of winning the game, getting points. Um, I think the the line might have been a little higher earlier, but I'm going to put two units on Carolina I think Minnesota's the better football team, but, man, they just played at Detroit and then at uh, Atlanta. Now they're at Carolina. And, I mean, they both want to win. Don't get me wrong. They're both going to, you know, Minnesota wants to keep home field advantage, but it feels like this is a game that Carolina kind of has to win. So I'm going to put two units on Carolina, getting two and a half. I'm going to have a strong lean on Carolina. I agreed with everything you said, Ross, and it's, Carolina absolutely needs the game like blood, and Minnesota is cruising to the division title. The only reason I'm not joining you is I think we're going to get three. And we saw that in the Raider game, the difference between minus seven and minus seven and a half. As a professional gambler, when I got a line of two and a half that's been going up, there's no way I'm committing to plus two and a half when I might get that all-important plus three. So strongly in Carolina. Next up, Green Bay minus three at Cleveland. Total is 40 and a half. Another game that's like was three and a half and has just come down to three. I got to tell you, I made a really big bet on the Cleveland Browns plus the three and a half. I'll still take them at plus three for two units. I think Green Bay, I think, Ross, you were at that game, correct, against Tampa? Yes, they were thoroughly outplayed. I think I mentioned this talking about the Bucks, but I mean, a box punt, a defensive touchdown when Jameis Winston just kind of threw the ball to the up in the air, but Tampa Bay, I mean, Hundley was terrible throwing the football. He ran it okay, but he's a quarterback. You kind of have to throw it better than that, and the Bucks really controlled the action. Yeah, and Cleveland got outplayed by the Chargers, but the Chargers are playing very well. 
I know that um, Kaiser finally has his two number one receivers in play with Josh Gordon coming back now. I fully expect they're going to be able to put points on Green Bay. Bottom line is, is Cleveland going to go 0-16? They might, but th- I think this is the game. They actually win outright, and if I think they're going to win outright, I think that uh, certainly they're going to cover plus three. And we mentioned it. Let's fade favorites that aren't very good, and that would be the Green Bay Packers without Rodgers. Two units, Browns. Wow. I can't do it, man. I, I, I just can't do it. I actually think there's so much momentum about the Packers getting Rodgers back for week 15 if they beat Cleveland and they're still in the mix in the playoffs. I just can't, I can't imagine them blowing this. I would actually lean Green Bay uh, because the Browns are the Browns. San Francisco is at Houston, and the Texans are favored by three with a total of 43. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm riding the Jimmy G momentum. I, I think that these lines are still off. I just think they got a win under their belt. They're feeling better about themselves. Now they're going again against another winnable game. I, I don't know if the, the Niners win, but I think they got a pretty good chance. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm putting two units on Garoppolo and the Niners. How many points do you think he's worth? How much do you think of a difference he's made in the line, Steve? I think he's worth four. He'll be worth six and a half. My only concern is that the Shanahan system is very complex. It's probably going to take him, you know, a full year to really grasp everything that that offense has. As for this, for for the game, I think think you're spot on, Ross. I lean to San Francisco. I got to tell you, my basic strategy, I hate playing a team that goes on the road they're an underdog, and they went out right, and then they got significant travel, and they go on the road again. It's a really bad spot for most teams. Uh, but I think that I want no part of Houston for sure here. I'm going to go over, actually. I think that Jimmy G has the offense clicking. I think we've got two bad defenses, over 43 for a unit. Next up, Washington at the L.A. Chargers, and Los Angeles favored by six. The total is 46. I'm going to go the total. I think the Kirk Cousins is awesome. The defense struggling mightily. Let's face it, Washington should have put up lots of points against Dallas in the first quarter early in that game and just didn't get it done. The uh, Philip Rivers is playing very well. I can see AFC against NFC teams don't aren't familiar. That usually promotes some scoring. We're going to go a unit on the over. Can't do it. Um, I just don't. I mean, they just played a game that was 19 to 10. I, I just, I don't know. And, and, and the Redskins weren't able to score against the Cowboys. Can't do the over. I'd probably lean Washington getting the points coming off an extended rest, having played last Thursday. But I'm not going to do that. I think the Chargers win the game by about a touchdown. I will pass it. The New York Jets are favored by one at the Denver Broncos. If you had asked us that, Back in week one, Ross, I think he said we'd be crazy. Total there is 41. It's unbelievable. It's, it's truly, truly unbelievable. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I'm going to lean the Jets. I just – I can't – I'm not taking the Jets. I'm not giving a point. I don't know. It's only a point, though. I'm, I'm heavily conflicted here. You know what? I'm continuing that trend. I'll go one unit, just one, one unit on the Jets laying a point. 
I think they win the game. I mean, Denver has they've lost however many in a row. I think the Jets win the game. I'll put one unit on the Jets, laying the point. My power ratings certainly say the Jets are the right side. Again, don't like playing a team that won straight up as an underdog, and then they go on the road. Uh, Denver, though, completely dysfunctional right now. I probably should have been – I should be betting the Jets here. I'll just lean to the Jets. Tennessee Titans at the Arizona Cardinals. Titans favored by three with a total of 44. So Tennessee with a beyond fortuitous cover. They've had many of these this year against Houston. Derrick Henry goes 75 yards with 46 seconds left to get the win and the cover against Houston by 11. That's kind of how Tennessee's done it all year long. I remember both their wins against the Colts being beyond fortuitous to win and cover um, with a Monday night late touchdown, long touchdown in similar fashion. Where I'm going here, Arizona's good at home. I know they played a tough game against the Rams where they really didn't get badly outstatted. They lost it badly on special teams and the like. I do like the, uh, the fact that I'm fading an 8-4 and four team, Tennessee, that frankly has had a cupcake schedule of all cupcake schedules. They're no better than a 500 team. Give me the cards plus the three two units. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I don't know that I have as much confidence about it as you do, but if they were able to beat Jacksonville at home, I think they can beat Tennessee at home. Uh, the Tennessee, I'm not going to say that they're frauds, but pretenders might be a better way to describe the Tennessee Titans at this point. I'll put two units on the Arizona Cardinals getting the three points as well. we got another best bet. The best bet. Next up, Philadelphia at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams favored by two with a total of 50 and a half. I'm taking the Eagles again, and I know that they just lost, but I, I, I watched the game. I mean, Wentz missed like three wide-open guys that might have been touchdowns. He fumbles at the one-yard line. They're a better team than they showed. They're staying out there in California. I think they'll be eager to make amends for what happened. The Rams' run defense is not great. I think the Eagles will run the ball down their throat. I think it'll be a good game. I think the Eagles win the game. I'll take those two points. Two units on the Eagles. I'm going back. Yeah, you know, funny thing about the Eagles, Seahawks, is everyone's like, oh, Seattle crushed them. And the Eagles had five more first downs. You mentioned, Ross, the fumble on the one. So let's give the Eagles the touchdown they should have gotten there. And now the game's 17-17 in the fourth quarter when Russell Wilson on third down scoots on over um, 10 yards down the field. He throws a forward pass that's illegal, and no one challenges. i got to ask you this, Ross. You and I are watching that game. We watch lots of football. It's obvious to us it's a forward. It's close, but it's an illegal forward pass. Um, how is it they don't review that play? Um, because the... He had already challenged once. He only had one challenge left, and he had lost that challenge. And when you were watching it, before that next snap, there wasn't as much time as we had, it seemed like, after the fact. And when they were first – it's like an optical illusion because Russell Wilson and the running back were both still running. That It it looked – you know, the first couple times you look at it, it looks like it's it's a backward pass. Then you're like, "Eh, I don't know. And they didn't feel good enough that from the angles that they saw that it would be definitive to overturn it. That's how it happens. 
agree with you, but they should watch more football games because people who watch every single one of these games knows about that optical illusion. And it's like, I can tell you when it first happened, me and my buddies were like, that's a, <laughs> they got a challenge of like three seconds in. So I was very disappointed with the Eagle analytics team. That's supposed to be spot on, on top of this stuff. And that's really bad that they were not aware that that was going to occur. I will say another thing that disappoints me, sorry to rant is these NFL players should be trained like anything that's close to a lateral on a pass, jump on the ball. How many times do you see a live ball that is a lateral that just is lying there and one defender picks it up and runs it in for a touchdown? Having said all this, I agree with you entirely. The book on the Eagles right now, they're all saying, oh, they're just bullies. All they can do is beat bad teams. Well, they beat bad teams by 30. You know why? Because they're a really, really good team, and they're a, not just a better team than the Rams. They're a much better team than the Rams. Spending the week out on the West Coast, Absolutely, Eagles, two units. The best bet. Dallas Cowboys, four and a half point favorites at the New York Giants. Total there is 41 and a half. Whole lot going on in this game. So Eli Manning is going to start, and he's not very good, but I think that it's going to give the whole Giant team a huge shot in the arm. They get rid of the general manager. They get rid of their head coach. I expect an A-plus effort out of the Giants. However, Cowboys show some life here. They got 10 days to prepare. They're 6-6. Six and six. Sean Lee is upgraded to probable. Well, the Dallas defense goes from awful to above average whenever Sean Lee plays, and the Giants still are without all their wide receivers, and Eli's not any good. Long story, I'm going to pass the game. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. I don't know why they're frankly going back to Eli other than it's because of the fan base and they they don't want there to be an uproar there. It should be Davis Webb time is what it should be. And maybe they'll give him the last three games, but they want to kind of – it's a mea culpa with the fans. I would lean the Giants, actually. I just feel like there will be a buzz in that building now that they fired these guys and Eli's back. But I, I'm with you. I think there's a little too much uncertainty there, and, and the Cowboys are still the better team. I will pass the game. Sunday night, Baltimore at Pittsburgh, and the Steelers favored by six with a total of 43.5. By the way, I would lean Giants there. Um, Baltimore-Pittsburgh, this game uh, is always one of my favorite to watch. The line was seven points earlier this morning, I noticed. Uh, I'm still going to put it on Baltimore. Shazier's not going to play. Pittsburgh very beat up after that Monday night game. Baltimore rolled over Detroit. They see the playoffs within their grasp. They're playing better. I think the Ravens have an excellent chance to win this football game. Two units on the Ravens getting six. And it's going, it's going down, so get it now before it goes down even more. Yeah, it's going down, but... I still have Pittsburgh, the much better team. Big Ben plays so much better at home. Um, you know, Flacco, one really good game, but he's been lousy all year long. You know, my numbers, and we talked about the Baltimore-Detroit over, my numbers scream over in this game, but serious history is nothing but unders. Weather, we've got um, 30 degrees chance of light snow showers on top of it. Uh, I'm going to give a prop bet on this one. It's impossible to kick long field goals in Pittsburgh. By the way, um, Green Bay tried a 57-yard field goal in Pittsburgh. They should fire the entire special teams unit. I mean, it's just 
just so bad. I can't, no, no one can make a 57-yarder in Pittsburgh. Hardest stadium to kick in. We're going to play longest field goal prop under 45 because Tucker kicks for Baltimore. It's going to be probably 45 and a half. Even he, uh, he still needs the opportunity to, to kick one. And for the most part, any attempt over 50 yards in the bad weather, they're not even going to try. So prop bet two units on that game. All right, Monday Night Football, Steve, the New England Patriots, favored by 11 down at the Miami Dolphins. Total is 47. Yeah, this total was started at 48.5 and has dropped to 47. Maybe that's Gronk being out. I think it's an overreaction. Um, You know, these teams just played and did get over um, where New England had their way against Miami. Miami really struggled to move the ball. But now that Miami's out of it, I see that this being um, a game where New England pretty much – effortlessly is able to get their points and Miami should be able to match them with some. I'm going to go over 47, one unit. Interesting. Yeah, I can see that. Um, you know, Gronk will not play in the game. Um, you know, for whatever reason, the Dolphins seem to play the Patriots well in Miami, you know, over and over and over again, but I'm not picking against the Patriots. That's how you lose money. I will pass the game. I would lean to the Miami Dolphins, however. They'll do it for a week 14 edition of the Even Money podcast a day early. Hope you guys loved it. Remember, betonline.ag and use the code EVENMONEY for that one. Play draft. We got it all for you guys here. That's code EVENMONEY as well. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.